about don't be sad that it ended be glad that it happened in the first place or something to that effect it's not very catchy whatever it is nor was it delivered all that confidently but it was a great brewer season a successful season with a very disappointing ending as david stearns described it been a successful, great season with Sophia Minard as part of Wilde and Tausch, and we look forward to next season as we say goodbye for this season with our final chat with her. From the Milwaukee Brewers and Valley Sports, Wisconsin, it is my sister and fellow followed by Al Minert, Twitter user, Sophia Minard. Good morning, Sophia. Good morning, guys. Yeah, at least, um, you know, if nothing else, we at least got that taken care of for Jason. And all I had to do was tell him how amazing his daughter, my (laughs) sister, is. That's all I had to do. Big compliment. Boom. Al Minard has now followed you on Twitter. He followed you back. What an honor. Um, Sophia, Tausch thinks you may not be honest with us on this. Okay. Are you going to miss us? to miss you guys you guys always make me laugh i enjoy doing the show with you guys i believe her Uh, i firmly believe her okay fair Mm -hmm. Uh, we will we will take that at face value uh and then two tuesdays from now when the so sophia what are you you doing with yourself you you got a little time you you know you're not grinding away get go flying (laughs) going to games what have you been doing since the brewers got bounced um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a week. Um, you just, you know, getting kind of getting caught up on things and went home and saw my parents and saw my grandma and just kind of doing some appointments and all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Okay. That sounds fun. This is so- sad. I'm sad. What do you like, mean? We should be looking ahead to game three of the NLCS today. Like, it would have been a really yeah, big three games day. to one and we couldn't hit the ball. What are you talking about? It, it, the Braves, Sophia, if you're being objective, the Braves just were better. I mean, they were just better in that series. It, it, it's not it's not hard to figure out when you look back at that four-game set, right? Yeah, look, I mean, the, the Brewers, they just they did not do enough to win the series. I think you're, you're absolutely right. I think, obviously, it starts offensively, um, you know, to only score six runs. And, you know, the average was what it was. It was a lot of strikeouts. Um, I do think game four was probably their best offensive game, coincidentally. Um, you know, they needed a game like that. And then, unfortunately, just some other things didn't go their way. They weren't able to get, you know, kind of that last out in an inning or there was damage with two strikes, two outs. Um, you know, Freddie Freeman of, of what he did off of Josh Hader in the eighth, you know, the first run that Hader had given up since July. Um, and then also, you know, the first home run that he had given up to a lefty all season. Sometimes you just have to, sometimes that's just baseball, right? Like things happen um, no matter how confident you feel about the matchup. So yeah, they just, they didn't, they didn't do enough to win the series. And that's, I think where everyone feels really, you know, disappointed and frustrated and it comes to a really abrupt end of what was otherwise a great season. Sophia, um, you and I are both 
sympathetic, empathetic people, it's because our parents raised us the way they did. Um, <laughs> shout out to Al. Uh, do you think, how do you think Devin Williams is feeling after the way game four played out? Devin has is has been feeling um, a lot of different things. You know, just going back to when we found out about the injury and knowing, you know, he wasn't able to participate in that last regular season week, and then how the series played out here um, in the NLDS. Like, certainly they could have used Devin Williams. Um, he would tell you that. I think anyone else in the clubhouse and, and in the organization would tell you that. Um, just you know, that was kind of their formula all season long. Was with a lead, it was. Boxberger, William Pater, and you felt really, really good about that every time those three took them out. Um, you know, they very rarely lost. I think they lost one or two games in the regular season um, with a lead after the eighth inning. And a lot of that was just the work that, that Boxberger and, and Williams did. So I think Devin, um, you know, he said the right things after the injury. He's got to learn from it. Obviously, you can't take back, you know, what he did. Um, it would have been great to have him, but he, he just wasn't a part of it. No doubt. And I, I guess looking at how the season ended with Yelich finishing the season off, striking out kind of a kind of a synopsis of what we've seen the last two years. Moving forward, what's the plan? I mean, it's fixing Christian Yelich or what? Because in order for this team to advance and continue to have the success they have, you need to get more from Christian Yelich as that contract is starting to kick in moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a chance to, to talk to Christian after game four, and I give him a lot of credit because he was very emotional at the time. Um, you know, I don't think anybody was more disappointed and frustrated um, than Christian in that moment because uh, he knows, right? Like, you know, you – he knows, like he was—he was literally the last guy up there, right? And he did not have a good season. He did not feel like himself. You saw it, I think, in parts of the season. You saw it in flashes. You saw kind of weeks where, like, okay, maybe he's getting close. Um, and we just didn't see the consistent production that we saw from him in 18 and 19. And when we spoke to David, you know, last week Friday. At the press conference, he made it very clear of, like, you know, the fate of this organization is not solely on Christian Yelich's shoulders. Is a lot of responsibility on his shoulders? Yes. But, obviously, you can't put that on one player. Um, and and for Christian, you know, the, the production that we saw from him in 18 and 19, is that a realistic level of production for the next seven years? Probably not. He knows he's capable of it. Um, but that's also why those MVP seasons are so special um, because you're performing at a level that nobody else is performing at. So I think the, you know, Christian and the organization and everyone just kind of need to take a step back, process um, kind of what happened. Um, I think there's still some good things to point to with him. Um, the biggest one being that the back really wasn't an issue for him in the second half of the season once he was able to work through the issues that he had in, in April and May, maybe that was a part of it, you know, just the amount of time that he missed at the early part of the year. And, you know, these are all, I think, questions they're going to have to answer. Um, but he knows, you know, he, he was very matter of fact. If he said, I, I have to play better, I have to be better. And, and nobody takes that responsibility more seriously than, than Christian does. So, Sophia, outside of Yelich and trying to, I guess, get him right, 
What are the biggest question marks from your end heading into this soft season? Honestly, I mean, the, the good news for, for the Brewers is that there aren't a lot of questions, I feel like. You know, roster-wise, it's, it's relatively going to be the same group. Um, you know, they have a great core primarily in their pitching staff that you can pretty much expect, you know, their whole starting rotation to return. They're all young and under club control. A lot of them are going to be going into arbitration this year, so salaries will go up there. Um, even when you look across the, the position player group, the majority of them also under club control. Um, Avi Garcia could elect to be a free agent. That's a mutual option. JBJ has a player option. He'll likely opt into that um, from his deal from the offseason. And, you know, there's a couple of free agents uh, in the bullpen, but, but for the most part, the, the majority of the roster is under control. So I think once they can get through the arbitration process with the volume of players they have, it's, it's more than a dozen that will be going into arbitration. Those salaries will jump. That obviously is going to add to your payroll. So then I think you have to explore, okay, what are your options to upgrade offensively or even in the bullpen, right? And you can never have enough pitching um, either through free agency or, or through the trade market. So um, I think they feel really good about the core they have, and I think that's what gives you the most optimism um, for what they can accomplish next year, just coming off of uh, what was a great season this year. So, Sophia, we had Jeff Passan, Jeff Passan, on right mm-hmm. after the Brewers, and he called it. He said the Brewers were going to struggle hitting. He was kind of on it, and he said it's time to trade Josh Hader. Get the prospects and move forward. The Brewers have proven that they can bring closers in. Obviously, Hader has been fantastic. What say mm-hmm. you? I mean, yeah, he's one of those players that's going to go into arbitration um, again. And so, you know, I think he made around $7 million this year. And with the season that he put together, he could certainly win National League Reliever of the Year again. Um, and that salary could go upwards of like maybe $10 million. You, you don't know how that arbitration process is going to go. But he's certainly going to get another pay raise um, just with everything that he's accomplished. And so then you start looking at, okay, how does that affect your payroll? Is the club comfortable paying him that much? Um, you know, this conversation of is the team going to trade Josh Hader, I feel like has been around for the last three years. It comes up every year at the trade deadline. It comes up every year in the off season, And at every point, the Brewers have never found a price that, is matches, that has matched their value for Josh Hader. Um, he is just so unique. Um, he has been so durable. He has just been absolutely lights out. I mean, he's just had a brilliant career for how young he is. And so you can't, I mean, the, the value of that, um, the price has been really high and it's going to continue to be really high. Um, so again, it's, it always takes a partner um, to execute a trade like that. And the Brewers would, would never make a, a trade like that lightly. Talking with Sophia Minert in her farewell appearance for this Brewers season on Wilde and Tausch. We look forward, this is one reason to look forward to spring training already. Uh, Sophia, <laughs> I, I, do, I don't have this policy in my job. I, I don't think you have this. I don't understand arbitration. Like, I understand how it works. What I don't mm-hmm. understand is, so in the room where it happens, to steal my uh, favorite musical Hamilton's line, uh, you go in there if it goes to arbitration, and you have to, as an organization, 
talk about a player who you want on your team and point out all the ways you think he sucks in hopes of keeping the price tag lower than where the player wants it. Is that a fair depiction of how arbitration works? Um, that's more or less accurate, yes. And it's, right. it's, extremely, it's extremely uncomfortable for everyone, and that's why... You know, the majority of the time, the club will do everything possible to settle with the player or, or come to an agreement, right, so that you don't enter into the room where it has to happen. Uh, because nobody wants to go into that scenario, right? And that's that's what happened with Josh Hader. Um, not, I think not last year, but the year before. Um, you know, they could not come to an agreement, so they did end up going into a arbitration case, right, and in front of a... Um, I don't want to say a judge, but right, like a whoever is in there in the room where it happens, and it's it's uncomfortable, right? The player is lobbying for their case, and the club is arguing for their case, and ultimately that that third party determines which side um, comes out. So it's uncomfortable for everybody, and that's why you really do everything possible to come to an agreement before it comes to that point. So. Hopefully, um, you know, the Brewers are going to be very busy working on all those arbitration cases. Again, I think they have upwards of 12 or 14 players that are arbitration eligible, a lot of them for the first time. Uh, so these, these players are going to be going through it for the first time. And so you just, you know, the preferred path is that you come to an agreement and you can settle before it gets into an actual case because that can get uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what arbitration would look like with you. You know, Sophia, she she does a really good job. I know there's a lot of people who think highly of her, but, you know, I've seen her try to move out of the way of Gatorade baths or spraying champagne in the locker room. I don't, she doesn't move that fast. Like, she needs to be quicker. And let's be honest, she only speaks English and Spanish in interviews. She doesn't do German. She doesn't do French. She doesn't do Portuguese. I mean... You know, she's got some limitations. Uh, Sophia, I, you have, have no... We all have limitations. <laughs> Why are you always trying uh, to stir stuff up, Jason? Um, we, we, you're the best thing that happens to our show each time you come on. We appreciate it. Tell, tell Al slash Dad I said hello and thanks, and we look forward Will to do. you joining us come spring training. All right. Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure to be on with you guys. So um, I'm always around, so if you guys ever uh, need to chat, just, See, just let me what? know. <laughs> what What are you doing? Like you were off the hook. Yeah, you don't have to talk to us till March. I'm always around, guys. That's like saying, yeah, I can stick around for a second segment. Sure. That is the amazing Sophia Minard. We think the world of her, and we appreciate her all season long giving us insight into the Brewers. There is no better source for it. We appreciate that she spends time with us every other week. Uh, thanks to her for her insights all season long.